Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming program author Sam Labrati, and he is the author of The Time Agents, Search for the Leon Key. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Sam, how are you? Hi, Don. How are you? Thanks for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I was born in Casablanca, Morocco, and brought back to the U.S. as a five-year-old. And I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and have been involved in extensive reading. I read a lot when I was a child and also as an adult and young adult. I'm really into books and movies, and I've read a lot of science fiction. So here I am. So tell us about your book. This book is entitled The Time Agents, Search for the Leon Key, as you know. The ingredients in this novel are one part straight science fiction, one part time travel, one part parallel universes, and one part romance with a splash of your typical 1930s Nazis mucking about in 1939 Casablanca, Morocco, which is the main setting for the book. And it's just as World War II is getting underway. The original concept was much more basic and straightforward. But as I got deeper into the structure of the book, I was led down a rabbit hole, you might say. I followed it. The philosophy of my writing is simple. Let the story tell itself and go with it. I think it led to a deeper story in the long run. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? This book was written for people who enjoy action, adventure, romance, and speculative fiction set in the future mostly, and also time travel, which is very, very deeply connected to the book. So I'd say anybody from 18 to 85, I think will enjoy the book. And about 60% of the audience on the book so far has been male, and 40% has been female. But I think the female side is growing from what I'm seeing in the stats. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? At the core of many stories and narratives, underlying messages often resonate with readers and viewers. One such message is the good can ultimately triumph over evil, and that includes love which I think is one of the stronger elements of good. So even in the darkest circumstances, through conviction and perseverance, characters can overcome seemingly insurmountable obstacles and emerge victorious. So the theme is good can ultimately triumph over evil, even in the darkest and most trying circumstances. Another message is the power of teamwork and collaboration which can achieve greater things when people work together for a common goal so they can combine their strengths and expertise to be successful. If you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? The most important idea shared in this story is the concept of emotional connections and relationships. As I alluded to earlier, the story emphasizes the importance of having emotional ties and connections with others. Even for the trained agent 
whose main goal was to keep his timeline stable. Through the character of John Howe, the story shows even the most logical and rational people can experience emotions and fall in love, which adds depth and meaning to their lives. Also, the story emphasizes the importance of teamwork, as John and Shoshana work together to prevent the invasion from another universe and therefore saving Earth. Overall, the story suggests the emotional connections and collaboration are essential for personal fulfillment and success in achieving a collective goal. Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Well, many books might be similar, but the closest science fiction novel to this story, in my opinion, is The Man Who Folded Himself by David Gerald. If the audience isn't familiar with his name, any fans of Star Trek would know his works. For example, the very entertaining episode, The Trouble with Tribbles and the Cloud Miners were penned by him, as well as many others, such as Babylon 5, Sliders, and The Big Bang Theory. Like Agent John Howe, the main character in the novel is also a time traveler who travels through time and alternate universes to satisfy his own personal desires. That's where the stories diverge. Both stories explore the concept of time travel, alternate universes, and the potential consequences of changing the past. They also both focus on the emotional and personal struggles of the main character who must navigate complex relationships while dealing with the consequences of their actions. However, the man who folded himself is more introspective and philosophical, while this story is more action-packed and adventure-driven. Tell us about some of the characters in the book. The main protagonist is time travel special agent John Howe. John is from the 25th century and is tasked with helping to keep his timeline stable. He is a bit gruff, very capable, and is somewhat detached emotionally when we first meet him. His mission is to stop an invasion from another universe. The other main protagonist, Shoshana, is from Morglis, that is the planet in the other universe. She is devastatingly attractive, capable in a fight, and very intelligent. Then there's the other woman, Maxime Haywood, or Max for short. Max is also very beautiful. She owns Max's Place nightclub in Casablanca and still has a torch burning for John. Then there's Abu bin Salam, a Moroccan friend of John's in 1939, who helps John achieve his goals, and hopefully there'd be something in it for him. Abu is somewhat shady, funny, and very loyal to John and Max. And finally, there's Mogur of Morglis the tyrant ruler of Morglis. He is huge, strong, ruthless, and obsessed with crossing over and conquering Earth. He had Shoshana as a slave until an experiment went wrong and sent her to 1939 Earth. She wants to return to Morglis and fight the tyrant. Now, did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Oh, God, yes. I was born in Casablanca, Morocco and brought home to the U.S. at age five. As a child, I was pretty normal, but there was strife in my family home, so I built my own world steeped in fantasy to get away from it. I began watching cartoons and other children's programming, but kept being attracted to shows with sci-fi twist. Characters in shows like Marvin the Martian, Space Ghost, and my all-time favorite, Johnny Quest, really attracted me. 
as I grew, I found shows like Lost in Space, The Outer Limits, The Twilight Zone, and of course, Star Trek. I was hooked on science fiction forever. Next came books. I became obsessed with reading every science fiction book I could get my hands on. And finally, what I call the singularity, the turning point in my development, and that was meeting one of my biggest heroes of science fiction, which was at age 15, my friends and I went to Carnegie Mellon University to hear a lecture and Q&A by none other than Gene Roddenberry, creator of Star Trek. Afterward, my friends and I had a long conversation with Roddenberry about science and science fiction, and that was it. I knew that someday I'd become a writer. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? Someone once said, Write what you know. It's a popular saying for writers. It means using your own experiences and knowledge to create interesting stories. So I use my own life stories and areas of knowledge for inspiration. For me, it's my love of science fiction that drives my writing. When you're really comfortable in a certain genre, you can understand the conventions and themes that make it special. Science fiction provides a lot of ideas to work with. It's like ideas like space travel, artificial intelligence, and alternate realities. It deals with complex concepts, so using personal knowledge is really important. If you love sci-fi like I do, don't be afraid to use the passion in your writing. By drawing from your understanding of the genre, you can create stories that are totally unique and interesting. So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? I'd say it's definitely the response we're getting on the book. The reviews tell me that people are getting the story and enjoying the writing style and the rich descriptions of people, places, and events. I'm humbled to receive such reviews. It's my first full-length novel, and I'm delighted that my writing seems to be entertaining readers. Sometimes when you've spent countless hours working on a project, it's very difficult to stand back and look at it critically and in perspective. I really had no clue, so I was nervous that people wouldn't understand or like it. It wasn't until I started seeing the reviews that I had any clue that what I wrote was any good. So how would you describe your writing style? There are two main schools of thought regarding style. First off, some writers write by the seat of their pants, just sitting down and going for it with only a premise to go on, like Stephen King. It obviously works for him. Then there are the prepared writers, writers that search a subject to death, have a rigid outline or storyboard. That works too, except when the writer can't be flexible enough to make certain changes that might lead the story away from the original story. So it's harder to improve on what's laid out. As for me, I sort of developed a hybrid style. I start by writing a loose outline, refine it, and when satisfied, I move to the other style. I call that stream of consciousness writing. I sit back, clear my mind, meditate for a bit, review the outline, and start writing. I write whatever my hands tell me. And finally, I clean both versions up, and more often than not, I end up merging them together. So if you had to choose, would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? In this particular case, all the characters are fictional. Although Indiana Jones somewhat influences John, Shoshana has a slight Lara Croft of Tomb Raiders feel, and Mogur seems to remind me of Thanos from the Marvel Universe. In the next installment of this series, I'm very loosely basing the new characters on people I might know. 
but it's too early in the process to fill out the new characters. So we'll have to wait and see how they develop because sometimes the character goes where it wants to. Having had a long career in film and television, I tend to think of my stories as movie scripts, especially since some reviewers made comments to the effect that this book reads like a movie. Well, believe it or not, I actually planned it that way. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Well, it was written for folks, I'd say, 18 to 80. Anyone who wants an immersive reading experience and richly built worlds and characters. If you enjoy movies, you might like this book. And for those who don't really care for science fiction, and you know who you are, there are other elements to the book that have little to do with the genre. For example, there's pretty intense romance, exotic foreign lands, and cool and funny people. The science fiction aspects of this book don't hit you over the head with technology and technobabble. Instead, the science is there to move the story along. So don't be frightened. Do you have a website? I sure do. It's called samliberati.com, and there you'll find my bio, examples from the book, and other interesting info. There are some promo videos and links to everywhere the book is sold. If you contact me, there's even a way to get you audiobook version for free. I think the audiobook really brings the story to life. The narrator is Douglas Thornton. And he does a superb job telling the story with his amazing voice characterations. Don't miss the audiobook. I guarantee you'll like it or we'll give you your money back. Soon we're going to have book and film recommendations and reviews. And someday I hope to have a chat room. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Sam Labrati, and he is the author of The Time Agents, Search for the Leon Key. Sam, thanks very much for being with us today. Absolutely, Don. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of the Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.